0: Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin as we are social beings by nature, the need or desire to fit in can be quite strong for many of us. Perhaps this tendency to conform is caused by FOMO, otherwise known as the fear of missing out, or it could simply be because humans are social creatures and we usually want to fit in and be liked by others. But what if you decided to embrace your individuality and learned how to become unapologetically yourself? What would happen? Would it mean being alone or is this about being rude and stubborn? We're here today with them all to share her personal experience and insights with us. Hello, Amal, and welcome to Distracted by Life.
1: Hi, Dan. Glad to be here. I have to say I am a bit excited about this topic.
0: Really? How so?
1: Well, because a few things, but just a quick summary as a start, is um, being unapologetically yourself or even self-improved means embracing who you are. The things that makes you unique, your limitation, acknowledging your fears, what you value, your likes, dislikes, and what you stand for, and your worth. If you can't be yourself, who else would you be? And why would you want to be anything, anything el- anything other than yourself when your life could be much easier, being, and better in if you becoming if you become unapologetically yourself. Or even you discover that you would like to go and actually even, let me pause here for a second, even if you discover that you would like to go on a journey and take um, your life to the next level, that is alone is considered unapologetically self-improved. A lot of people go through this journey of trying to improve themselves in, in you know, um, to put themselves in a place where their mental health and well-being they take care of um, they see that there is areas of their life that they there are gaps and they want to close the gaps that is the journey of being se- y- when you go through it y- you come through the other side self improved and with that you become unapologetically self-improve because everyone around you will notice the improvement in your life in the way you act in the way you behave when i say unapologetically is that some people won't like the new you can you stand being unapologetically self-improve and simply as that there are two parts to explore here that is the unapologetically yourself and the unapologetically self-improved.
0: Oh, okay, I see where you want to go with this topic. So why don't you share with us your insights in, uh, to each? Perhaps you either went through them yourself or coached some clients around something like that?
1: Yeah, I think the first, uh, what I would do is talk about unapologetically yourself. To put it simply, you get to know yourself better. What do I mean by that? There are always external factors trying to dictate to you how to live your life. And if you are not careful, you can easily lose sight of who you are. And that happens to many people out there. When you become unapologetically yourself, you view your life through your own lenses and not from the same one everyone else is using. You get to identify the strength and the weaknesses. You become more self-aware and understand why you are the way you are and how you function. And through all of this, you discover your purpose in life. When learning how to become unapologetically yourself, you get to know your weaknesses or what is holding you back from achieving goals. And also you can find ways not to let them drag you down because you discover what's holding you back. You get to see what that is, work on it, so you don't let it limit you and drag you down. Additionally, you expect, you accept yourself um, the way you are, and you live life on your own terms when you decide to be unapologetically yourself. When you don't do that, you're basically living life, uh, your life according to other people's terms. You're looking for validation and insight from the outside instead of internally being happy and accepting of what, what you have become and through that self-awareness journey. You also build meaningful relationship. This is really simple. You have, have you ever been in a relationship or even a friendship where you couldn't express yourself freely? Fear of that you might reveal a side of you that the other person wouldn't approve of? I have.
0: I've been down that road.
1: I know a lot of people have. A lot of yep. my clients, you know, even... Including my son, sometimes I I actually see that when you you try to reveal the, this part of you from other people because you you fear that you will be rejected. You don't want to f- you don't want to f- go through the feelings of rejection, so you re- you wear a mask and you re- you don't reveal your true self. When you're trying to fit into a group of friendship, you might wear that mask, right? So you can be relatable to them. You you could pretend like the same thing that you like the same things they do like or hate the same things which can be toxic you you're you're not happy at your core not everyone deserves to be in your life and learning how to become unapologetically yourself will help you filter the toxic ones out let me repeat this line not everyone deserves to be in your life And learning how to become unapologetically yourself will help you filter the toxic one out. I learned this the hard way through my own journey. The right people will stay by you no matter what. And they they will probably be the ones with values like yours. By becoming unapologetically yourself, you will also build better and more meaningful relationship with them because they know and accept the real you. Along the way I lost some of the friendship and some of the people that I actually thought they were they knew me, they understood me, they liked me for whom I am. but the saying, like the saying goes friendship is it has its season and they come into your life for one way or another for a season for a reason and they just move on and that's you have to also accept that part of life. Not everybody will come to the journey whether you are, your self improved journey or the new you, not everybody will be on board. Also, you increase your self-confidence. So how that relevant? If you're always trying to fit in in a place where others think about, about you above your perception of yourself, you've given someone else the power over you. Without external feedback and approval, you lose trust in your own abilities and you hold yourself back from exploring your full potential. However, when you embrace the true you and learn how to become unapologetically yourself, you trust your judgments and have faith in your abilities to succeed. You will be taking risks and facing challenges without fear of what others will think of even if you fail. You will learn to take a stand and say no to things that you are not supportive of and mean. You also live your life on your own terms, like what I mentioned earlier. Not being authentic will lead you to an unhappy and unfulfilling path. Living in the shadow of other people and trying to be like them will drain, your, will drain both mentally and physically your energy. Life is too short not to live it with joy. Why waste your life pretending to be what someone else wants you to be? Living unapologetically means that you do what's best for you and you don't have to ask permission from or wait for approval from other people. To put it simply, you take charge of your own life and you own it.
0: You do what's best for you without causing harm to anybody else. Obviously.
1: Yeah. The other one that I also I think relevant here is you try to impress yourself not others we live in a society where we're constantly you know bombarded by social media and the what the perfect life look like and the the what success look like and what and should look like and it's always we're seeing the whole our life through other people's uh, lens and view and that will bring nothing but I guarantee you will 100% disappoint you you will be happy. You will be a happier person when you're not trying to please others or seeking their validation. If you rely on others for validation, you are most likely going to be d- disappointed because your definition of success might not be the same as everyone else. And what makes you happy might have the opposite effect on on them. When you become unapologetically yourself, you celebrate your wins, however small they might be. You know that what is important to you and you chase after your dreams or your goals. You no longer have to wait for someone else to congratulate you or confirm that you have succeeded because you recognize your own self-worth. You accept that there are things beyond your control, such as other people's opinions. And that is okay, because if you really want to live in gratitude and joy, you have to validate your own self you have to see the strength within you and you have to be happy with what you accomplish and you have to define your own success
0: didn't we have or didn't we do a podcast on that a while ago about you know positivity in your head you know um, where was it in our credit or something where where we, we try to impress ourselves but we use positive thoughts positive words
1: a lot of our episodes seem to kind of be very connected Yep. I, I I believe anyway so yeah we did something similar to that
0: well it's it's all about that validation you know when you're trying to rely on other people's validation but but to validate yourself means being kind to yourself being positive to yourself well you in, you
1: you, you the, the truth is you will be disappointed if you keep waiting on other people's validation and I'm gonna use myself as an example here very very quickly in the workplace. This is a, the 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 first thing I could think of that I know it kept on haunting me in the past in my career is that I've always done so much above and beyond, and that for the for two reasons I wanted to be well liked and I wanted the people that I support to succeed in their career to validate how good I am, how at what I do and how I reach the mastery skills and all that stuff. The truth is all those years that I worked supporting and helping other people succeed in their career, they have never validated me and I kept on waiting and waiting for it. And then to be honest, I every time I kept came up completely dry, felt um, less than, felt that my contribution is not you know valued and it 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 kind of made me feel like I even my the job I do is not meaningful it's not purposeful enough it's not you know something is not right and then I almost took that and put it on me like basically then I must have not succeeding or I'm not getting the validation because I'm not there yet I'm not perfect there yet I'm not really mastery yet into that era into that profession or that role and it hurts and it caused me a lot of pain because every day felt like I'm nobody no matter what I do is not enough I just kept on that theme of not enough or what you do is not important or what I do is very minimal to the overall success of an organization or an, or the person I support or the team, it literally kept on not being acknowledged. Emotionally, it drained me. And and it was very demoralizing and demotivating.
0: So basically, this, this here is saying, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I want to be happy for myself. Self.
1: So what did I do to change it? was I didn't like that feeling that kept on coming up. And let me tell you, when a theme keeps coming up in your life, let's say this theme is I'm not good enough. It will keep coming up because it's supposed to be the teacher to teach you, to put you, to course correct and get you to the right path. The message here was I needed to be internally, inside, happy with what I do, what I've done what I've accomplished, how far I have come, regardless whether other people around me acknowledge it or not. Because all it did, it contribute to a low self-esteem and kept me feeling very, very small. And the feeling of small will also translate it to you're not good enough. Your contribution don't count. You don't have the title. You don't make the money, all those sort of things. So I went and I said, I don't like this feeling. I started to enhance and improve myself. And it brought up my confidence level quite high by doing all of these learning, taking the courses, the professional, you know, development and all that stuff, that path. And I've never looked back. It really helped me a lot to change that. This going to lead us to this, to the second part, which is the unapologetically self-improved. Because I believe it's totally connected with being yourself. In the process or the journey you take towards understanding who you are, is to know who you are inside out. If you don't already have a self reflection and self awareness practice, start one in a way that suits you. I guarantee you, once you go on or through uh, the self improve journey, you will discover eventually who are the, the the true supporters that will continue and to be part of to continue to be part of your life, and who are the ones that will not be on board or love the new and enhanced and self-improved you. You know, one of the strategies I tell my clients is like self-inquiry and and reflect on questions. Ask yourself questions like these. What is your definition of success and joy? Make a detailed list of what this looks like for you because it really is different for everyone. What are your usual triggers? And what bring you, back, bring you to center or back to your home base? What causes you to shrink or feel less than who you are? How might you nurture your wounds? When you fall, of course, what helps you get back on track? How will you honor all aspects, not just the shiny parts, but all aspects of who you are? Because we tend to only want to honor the aspects of ourselves that we are, you know, shiny and we look really good, but there are parts of ourselves that we want to deny and hide and keep in the shadow because we don't like what it, the message revealed to us. Can you have self-compassion and acceptance to that part? There are a few strategies that I always share with my client that takes the ta- they tend to take us in a lengthy conversation, to be honest, where I ask them to replace the guilt with the love, which is the self-compassion we talk, I just talked about. Guilt will always knock us off our course. When our actions stem from guilt, we aren't being true to ourselves. Acting out of guilt also sends mixed signals to people we are in relationship with. Guilt leads people leads to people pleasing behavior, suffering and feeling as though our tank is always empty. It's challenging to be unapologetically who we are if we feel like we should to be a certain way around others. An act an act of love actually distinguishes the power of guilt. Instead of worrying about the should, how we should show up, show up from a place of love. Love always paved the way, the path to, to authenticity. I would say the other one that I, I, I want to say that also emphasize on is that don't take on pushy people's agendas. Sometimes you will come across people in your inner and outer circle, social circle, who are pushy. These people are teachers, especially if you have a, if you have a hard time holding boundaries. Until you practice healthy boundaries, they will continue to show up in all of their pushiness. You will keep drawing in these people, same people or similar people who are quick to make demands and requests of your time, energy and light. These pushy people often become triggers, people and teachers. They become teachers because we can use how we feel when we are around them and how we react to them as a pedometer how centrometer yes sorry yeah. barometer for how for how centered we are in our truth because they test us right they are pushing they're demanding they're full of you know they have all sorts of requests
0: yeah but don't we aren't we always failing that test
1: that's the whole point you if you keep failing the test it keeps it's this theme that keeps they will keep coming up until you master these boundaries until you are you get comfortable and know when to, to, to put those boundaries and, and stick with them and stand for them.
0: Until you get comfortable setting the boundaries.
1: Well, that's why you call them triggers or even people that triggers you or teacher. Every time a theme keeps coming up, if you're feeling less than, that's a trigger. You got to go to the root, where it's coming from and what are you going to do about it how can you change that around same with boundaries if people demand of your time and request
0: it's almost like you end up attracting that after a while
1: you you do until you overcome that exactly give brings us back to our episode the five hindrances of self-mastery oh yes um and so the truth is this supposed to teach you how to show you how you how you are when you are around them, how you react to them, and how centered you are in your truth, basically, how f- firmly you stand for what what whatever boundaries whatever thing you're putting instead of shrinking overreacting or caving in the presence of pushy people, practice how it feels to take the to take on their agenda as your own. It's okay to say no. It doesn't change who you are. Basically practice how it feels to not take their agenda on. So whatever they come to you with, you have to learn to practice. You don't take that on and it's okay to say no and it doesn't mean it will change who you are. We can disagree without being disagreeable. Pushy people are often acting out of a wounded place. So don't Personalize their behavior. And there is a very true to that statement, especially in the workplace setting. We can disagree without being disagreeable. Pushy people are often acting out of a wounded place. So don't personalize their behavior. They are definitely in, in the workplace, whether they're acting from a wounded place, insecure place, fear, imposter syndrome, whatever it is. They're always acting from a place of like that. Find your light at the end of the day. Find your light and know your center. That's what you need. My final thoughts actually. Being unapologetically who you are is staying true to who we are through all the ups and downs in life. Sure, we will get knocked off center but we know how but we but when we know Who we are actually at our core—it's easier to recalibrate when we go off center. You can recalibrate if you don't know your center and you don't know yourself very well or uh, who you are. When we see our light and know our light, it's easier to come back home. And we—and when we—it's easier to come back home when we find ourselves lost in the dark. At the end of the day, who you are is always more than enough. You have to believe that. Thank you for tuning in. You make the journey worthwhile. Until next episode, I wish you well. May you be unapologetically you and self-improved. Back to you then.
0: Well, thanks, Amal. And uh, thanks to all of you for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you're interested to learn more, check out other podcasts, of course, or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about our coaching world, uh, covering life, leadership, and mindfulness including links to popular podcasts and to her books as well. With that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Mal and myself. Thanks again and talk to you soon.